everyone. Hey everybody, welcome to a special episode of Teddy Bears and Tentacles podcast. My name is Quinn and I have with me today Skinny Rick. Yep. Skinny Rick's dressed up in as the toaster strudel guy. Mm-hmm. And what tell us about that. Yeah, so I was taking a shower the other day and then I thought, man, I really want a toaster strudel. But I couldn't find one, so I just bought a costume instead. Nice, nice. So Skinny Rick is dressed up as Steve Harrington from, from Stranger Things season three. Yeah. Where season and three. he works where? The Scoops Ahoy. Scoops Ahoy, the ice cream Scoop shop the, in the mall. The ice cream. Yeah. Yep. It's actually a pretty dope costume. Yeah. So that's good. The shorts are way too short. They feel they feel uncomfortable to me because yeah. I don't wear shorts. I wear pants. Yeah. Like well, that's what was regular. going on in the eighties, dude. Short shorts. Oh yeah. You it's know. still happening. Yeah. It is still happening. Well, it was happening again. So, um, we want to do this episode today just to kind of do something a little extra for Halloween and for old Hallow's Eve. Yep, Hallow's Eve, and whenever we talked about it the first time, we talked about doing an episode on MK Ultra, but uh, I figured that it would probably be way too much uh, material to attempt to cover in an hour, and so that is something that I want to start doing. I do want to take the time uh, moving forward, maybe every other month or once a month or something to do. Something. A long podcast on some weird history Something kind of stuff. Big. Yeah. So we figured that since we, uh, since it is close to Halloween and I am kind of into weird history type stuff, and since we work in a church, uh, we should do cults. Yeah. So we're doing cults. Not like horses, though. No, not horses and not uh, not the football team either. Yeah. Is that a football team? All right. The, the Colts are, are a football team, but not the Colts. Yeah, yeah. They should have one, though. That would be sick. The closest ha- thing would be, what, with the Wizards? No, it's the basketball team. Yeah. Well, the Magic, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a sports. That's, that's basketball. Team. I'm not a sportsologist. So, we're going to get into that here in a minute. Uh, anything happened this last week, Skinny Rick? I did a Scott board. Yeah. And how long has it been since you did a Scott board? Like before that? Yeah. Or since today? Yeah. When's the today? last time you were Scott boarding regularly? How long ago was it? Like December of 2018. Maybe. Maybe November. Can you do a trick yet? Mm -mm. Can you do a jump? Can you ollie yet? (laughs) Obviously, no. That it's not 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 good enough. Not good enough to uh, to do anything. How long do you think it's going to be till you'll be able to do it? I don't know. Maybe a few weeks. Maybe more. A few years. Could be. Well, how's the drumming going? I forgot to ask you that. What percentage are we at with that now? Uh, Last time we were at what? 20% um, or yeah, something like that? Like t- I want to say 10 or 20. Yeah, I so, don't remember. So on a scale 1 to 100, 60% being 
you can play drums on stage on Sunday. You're ready for that. What percentage are you at now? Uh, 30. 30. Is he at 30%, you think? What's the percentage for Sunday? 60%. Thirty would be uh, generous. Okay, so we're gonna say. But I'm also desperate. Yeah. So we got Dylan. Dylan in the room with us today. Dylan is our uh, house instrument. (laughs) He works for the church, and he's he's the singer, right? Yeah. Sure. You don't think so? I mean, he also does a guitar and some drums yeah but he can only do one at a time on the dead says you (laughs) yeah says me dude what do you think this is can't do seven things at one time anyway i will definitely put a bleep out over that but we are going to have that point part in here anyway do you know how to do bleep outs yeah all right. I so, just shout into the mic. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, do that. So anyway, uh, I haven't been doing much. It hasn't been that long since we recorded last. We're recording this on Tuesday. I think we recorded last like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. So we actually recorded this once already. Skinny Rick forgot to hit record on my camera. Nah, no, I did press it. I pressed the record button. He didn't press it hard enough. I didn't press it hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we're recording for sure. So let's jump into it, dude. So uh, cults, I thought, were a pretty interesting topic to go over today because there seems to kind of always be one in the mix of society and throughout history in the U.S. There's kind of always been something weird going on. And, and we've talked about cults on this podcast before, but not yeah. like... We haven't done... We're just going to try and skim over some of the more popular ones and stuff like that. I will say we're not doing Illuminati. We're not doing Deep State. We're not doing, uh, you know, I guess technically the House of Representatives is a cult, but we're not doing any of that stuff. We're doing only the spooky stuff. Um today so we're gonna start out with the manson family oh yeah and so i'm sure that everybody's somewhat familiar with the manson family uh recently it's kind of come back into the focus of hollywood and such through uh tarantino's newest movie once upon a time in hollywood um you know the way that it plays out in the movie is not exactly how it happened really It's actually a lot more cool, but hey, you know, we're talking about the 60s and stuff was weird back then. So uh, we'll start off. um, The reason that I wanted to start off with this one is because it's one of the older ones. It's one of the crazier ones or more um, impactful ones since you know, the 60s and 70s would have been whenever uh, media was really relevant and also uh, they would have been able to cover stuff. And this also 
more or less stopped the hippie movement in its tracks. So we're going to read a little bit about it. Uh, as the leader of a messianic cult, and this is on biography.com. Um, as a leader of a messianic cult situated in a desert commune in California, Charles Manson prophesied that a race war was on the horizon and that he and his followers would have to be armed and ready. In fact, he believed that it was his duty to usher in the war by ordering his family members to go on a killing spree. On August 8th through 9th, 1969, the Manson family, on orders from their leader, murdered pregnant actress Sharon Tate, who was married to Roman Polanski, who was a child toucher. Why, why do they... Roman Polanski. Why why don't they got the same last name if they're married? Well, because this is we're still talking about Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. Think about if Angelina Jolie changed her last name every time she gets married. She would have at least two. Yeah. She'd have multiple hyphens. Is all I'm saying. So most of the time though, really not trolling. Uh whenever people get big or famous or whatever off of their you know name normal last name or whatever name they make up then there's no point in them you know trying to change it because that's the sure same thing with like you know uh like tom segura and christina p like they that's who you know that's them so um anyway uh so they killed her her unborn baby and um four others and then also some grocery store owners later on so uh although the majority of the manson family members who took part in the massacres were condemned to death after being tried and convicted the state of california reverses the decision of the death penalty in 1972 commuting their sentences to life imprisonment and supposedly they claim to have killed 35 people total and buried their bodies in the desert. Whatever remains to be true, the random acts of brutal violence committed by Manson and his family of hippie commuters turned murders into the decade of love and continues to haunt and confound the world. So um, another one of the reasons that I wanted to bring this one up first was because uh, I heard some people talking on another podcast not that long ago about how similar the late 60s and the hippie movement were to the uh, social climate of today. And so uh, basically they were talking about how the social tension kind of had this bubble that just felt like it was going to pop at any moment and that, um, you know, that this was the thing that popped it. And so... You know, Charles Manson was just trying to incite a race war, and this is where the term "helter skelter," I believe, that was written in blood on one of the walls of the victims, and then uh, later became a book. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. I also have heard the theory that, um, you know, he potentially could have been like a part of a control group within MK Ultra. He was juvenile detention centers around that time i've also heard that he um he you know he was for sure trying to be a musician and he was hanging out with the beach boys and stuff and 
he kind of, you know, didn't get in where uh, a lot of other people's did people did during that time. And this was, you know, kind of his claim to fame was his cult and this massacre that ensued. So, Insane. yeah. Now, this was different than your typical kind of cult because uh, they weren't really religious. necessarily worshiping him or religious they were just kind of gr- a group of people you know extreme hippies you could call it so trying to do trying to do a murder yep trying to do a bunch of murders dude so what do you got to say about that now he i don't know it, what I mean, how large was this group? It wasn't that many people. I want to say it was... Let's look that up. How big was the Manson family? And so they actually had... They were like renting this uh, this old Western movie set, actually, out in the desert from um, either the owner or whatever was like the caretaker of the land. And some of the girls in the group were sleeping with them. Uh, for him to stay there. I want to say he was blind as well. I will say this. Calling your cult family in it. The group consisted of approximately 100 of his followers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was that many. I think it was maybe it was that many over time or something like that. But I want to I, I want to I feel like it wasn't that big of a group of people look up uh where did the manson family stay or what movie set did the manson family stay on spawn uh spawn movie ranch yeah look up images dude let's look at this place i've never looked this up dude look at it man uh so western yeah it was a western movie set bro literally Boom, Western. And so Charles Manson, you know, after he got arrested and was put in prison and stuff, he got a swastika tattoo. Um, and so this dude was a, you know, bona fide racist guy. Just look up the Manson family. I used to think like the 60s would have been the perfect time for me to be alive. It's like, yeah, dude, I'll like the, you know, drugs and all that like i'd have fit right in but dude i'm like i'm way too ocd for that like i want to be clean brian i want you to be clean don't touch me if you ain't clean you know so fresh and so clean yeah it look like a bunch of dirty people let's look at them it's bizarre super bizarre yeah so let's go next to um let's look up the people's temple so we're at 20 minutes right now i need to we need to sign off at 4 30 so i can run to the thing the people's elbow came up dude And if you were alive in the 90s, you probably know about what I, what I just said. Um, do the Britannica one. People's Temple, yeah. 
Okay, so um, the People's Temple, for y'all who don't know, uh, is you know one of the more hardcore. I would put this at number one if we're listing the cults by how hardcore they are, and so not necessarily hardcore, but or at least core, uh, cult leaders by how hardcore they are. So Jim Jones was. Uh, apparently an Elvis impersonator um, who was more or less running a church where he uh, he reached out to a lot of broken people. This was in the late 70s, so racism was very relevant. And so a lot of his, um, a lot of his congregation were African Americans. There was a lot of old people, sick people, young people with drug addiction and stuff like that. Basically anybody who would cling on to any type of support. Uh, and this is where the phrase, uh, don't drink the Kool-Aid or, uh, you know, however you want to phrase it. Don't drink the Flavor-Aid. Yeah, that's where it comes from. It comes from this. So we're going to read about this. Uh, so Jones began the People's Temple informally informally in the 1950s as an independent con congregation in Indianapolis. He was inspired by the ideal of a just society that could overcome the evils of racism and poverty. So he was pushing this pseudo like socialism, communism thing legitimately. Yeah. Um, he was in, yeah, yeah. Although Jones was white he attracted mostly African-Americans to the group with his vision of an in integrated congregation. In 1960, the People's Temple affiliated with the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, and four years later, Jones was ordained. In 1965, he warned of a nuclear holocaust and led the movement to Ukiah, California, where members became active in both Protestant uh, something circle, ecumenical, and what is that? Um, it's like collective church stuff, so it's like a, a number like, of churches. Like a network, sort of? Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's like an umbrella term, so I heard time about, uh, You You like, might as well get that mic on, boy. We got a third one. Yeah, so it's uh, ecumenical stuff is basically, it's including like a number of denominations or um, it's a number of churches it's not just one saying so so it's just a number of people are being included yeah um in state politics branch congregations open in or yeah branch congregations opens in san francisco and los angeles and the agricultural settlement jonestown was founded in 1974 so um jones's apostolic socialism was influenced by the marxist liberation theology popular among latin american clergy at the time he mixed social concerns with faith healing and an enthusiastic worship style drawn from the black church. He also invited members to live com communally in an effort to realize his utopian ideal. Meanwhile, the church was accused in the press of financial fraud, physical mistreatment of members, and abuse of children in its care. In 1977, Jones led hundreds of the group's members to Guyana. A year later, concerned relatives um, persuaded leo ryan a u.s congressman from california to visit jonestown so the story from here goes leo ryan goes down there for a few days and 
whenever he goes to leave Guyana, he gets killed by members of the People's Temple. Um, and while they're chasing him down, Jim Jones is giving his last sermon in which he convinces everyone to drink the Kool-Aid. And so um, that is available through FBI archives, that s- actual sermon. And it is... We listened to some of it earlier. Crazy. We listened to some of it earlier. He uh, is trying to talk them into... It, uh, it's weird... And we didn't listen to all of it, but it's, he sounds like like he convinces them to kill themselves without actually like just being like like the way he says it isn't kill yourself. It's he just phrases it different. It's like I want to go out on like you know my terms and stuff like that. Well, yeah, he um, you know he convinces them to like i said in a podcast recently he uses a lot of mk ultra type stuff to uh for really for people to persuade themselves to do it so things like first he tells them that the cyanide is a non-violent cyanide there won't be any convulsing any of that stuff just give it to your kids first and it'll be fine and of course once you give it to the kids and their parents will witness them dying then It'll be much easier to convince the parents to take it themselves. During the sermon, um, you know, he gives the microphone to various people who are just more than willing and vocalize how willing they are to commit suicide for socialism and communism and this guy's ideals. At one point, there is a lady who is like, "Eh, I mean, do we really need to like do that? I mean, we're trying to do the communism thing. Can't we just hit up Russia or whatever? And other members of the congregation are straight up like you like you're on disability you're not gonna like you, you ain't no help to russia like just drink it you know and it's it's totally crazy um you know it's it's very interesting how um how this whole thing plays out so whenever they inspect end up finding the bodies uh if you look at pictures which Skinny Rick is looking at a picture now. There really isn't any type of indication of, um, I don't know, more or less struggle going on, but it has been documented in different places that some people were shot or potentially strangled, stuff like that. Um, Have you seen that movie on Netflix that they made that sort of gets at some of that? I think it's called Sacrament or The Sacrament it's like a found footage film that they make and they take some liberties, but it ends up basically this young lady, she runs away from home and her friends come to find her and they're won over by this commune that she's on. And it turns out that eventually you sort of realize as it's happening that, Oh, this is Jonestown, at least as you're watching the film. And, uh, they allude to that as well. There's people who, as these people take it, they begin to either convulse or they're vomiting or there's all these things that are happening and they're freaking out and people don't want to take it. So they start running and then they start shooting the people who aren't willing to take it. Now, I mean, like, I mean, who knows? I mean, we, we don't, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard different theories on this. I've heard that, you know, this guy was, I mean, he definitely was drugging the congregation. There was a lot of different, um, like downers and stuff supposedly that was being passed through the camp. He was on amphetamines himself. 
um there's really no telling you know exactly what happened i mean the question at you know at that point is like with him killing himself what is you know what's actually gained from them killing just killing people that don't want to take the stuff i guess at that point there if he believed in that ideal and his ideal so strongly that um he figured that that was the only way that it was gonna it was gonna push itself into you know mainstream society and make some kind of a point or whatever he was trying to do but i'm not really completely sure uh i just think that he's one of the more fascinating cases of this whole thing because he it seems like it was all very well planned out um it's just at the end he was just taking too much drugs man that's what it seems like really and so he had uh i've said this before as well he had a son that um the people's temple did have like a basketball team and they were gone the son and the basketball team were gone that day from guyana so his son is actually uh still alive and i want to say his, his son is actually like a motivational speaker or something like that yeah look that up look up who is jim jones's son that's crazy according to this uh the one son stephen gandhi jones is uh he just works as an office systems installer and arrange furniture and does office interiors according to this one but when people ask him about his history he says that he was in a uh, volunteer work overseas <laughs> yeah he well he tries to that might keep be one son. so this one says that he's a medical equipment salesman maybe they're talking about different sons yeah this is what this is saying that i found is about again it's saying stephen gandhi jones oh yeah yeah yeah. that's one of the that's one Mm -hmm. of the sons i want to say i want to say that one of them was something like a motivational speaker or something like that at one point but nonetheless it's pretty bizarre pretty crazy so we have spent a good bit of time on this one let's keep it let's try to keep it moving and hit a couple other ones okay so um next I would like to do the finders cult and so this is one that a lot of people don't know about this is one that i hold close to my heart because it is so jeffrey epstein looking and feeling um you know and i've actually learned about it myself rather uh recently but it's just so in line with all this uh pedophile stuff that's been going on so okay so the fbi so this is actually an article from three days ago so the fbi released documents on friday detailing a probe into the finders a secretive group that was allegedly connected to the u.s government Allegations concerning child abuse committed by the group were brought to the attention of FBI agents after tips were relayed to the Department of Justice from people including U.S. Congressman Charlie Rose, according to declassified document dated October 27, 1993. Scroll down. So, uh, FBI agents searched for information about the group and found a reference to it in FBI file concerning an arrest of two men in Tallahassee, Florida in 1987. Police officers 
Police officers there found men with six children who were playing in a park while unkept and neglected. The two subjects with the children could not initially provide sufficient information as to their legal custody and were uncooperative regarding the identity of the children. Information developed during these arrests, including the children disclosing they were from the Washington area, prompted Tallahassee officers to contact its local customs office. So they find out that they're called the the finders. Keep going down. So grow up. I'll just go ahead and say the stuff. So um, for whatever reason, it's super hard to find uh, information on this. But what they end up, what ends up happening, is that someone reports uh, at a park these six children with two men. The men are dressed in like business attire. The children um were described as like wild looking so probably no shoes dirty nasty looking police go they investigate in it they find child porn um pictures of these children uh doing different um sacrificial ceremony stuff i think they were sacrificing some kind of an animal um with like hooded figures around them and stuff like that they find uh an old computer which after they get into it they find transmissions that go to china saying that they have blonde children for sale and then uh finally whenever they go through this stuff they ask the guys where they're going they say that they're taking them to some special girls thing in special girls school in either mexico or new mexico or something like that and that uh they were doing it to wean them off of their mothers and they also went to the mothers and interviewed them and the mothers were like what they're just what are you talking about Uh." so the mothers pretended like it wasn't a big deal or nothing was going on or anything like that but it there are implications that this was some kind of communal group that was uh impregnating uh and selling children to and trafficking them basically uh allegedly all over the world based on this that they find also in the van they found i want to say um like chinese to english dictionaries so it's like they were trying to give the children an opportunity to learn a little bit of chinese before they sold them to these people in china or whatever the children i want to say also confirmed that they had a chinese man that had been visiting them so it's just super epstein you know what i'm saying same part of the same part of the country that we were talking about the new mexico ish area where a girl's school was supposed to be uh be founded i want to say you know in this same area is where uh zorro ranch which is epstein's uh company and ranch that he started that won the lottery multiple times Mm, uh yeah open in the same area that this school was supposed to be in so um this is one that really there isn't a ton of information on uh but i wanted to bring it up because it's one that people don't typically know and i find it um i find it to be one of the more fascinating ones so uh you got anything you want to say about that at all i know that some of this stuff so we did not go over this stuff beforehand so skinny rick some of this stuff is probably sitting, hitting him upside the head, finding out that, that some of this stuff was going on. 
I don't know. It just seems. Sketchy. Yeah, it is know. sketchy. It's like, well, so so they're they're getting these women pregnant, mm-hmm. and then the women are just giving them their children yeah. to sell. Yeah. Who knows, man? It's very similar to, uh, remember recently we found out the guy who was getting the Micronesian women yeah. and bringing them to his place in where? the same area ish i told you dude it's because that area what else are you gonna do out there it's just yeah but not do sex with kids you could well you shouldn't no i'm just saying it's like it's like they're out there doing that because there's nothing out there yeah this is true well when was was the last time you saw a ranch not out there Never. That's the yeah. definition of a ranch, exactly. dude. Out there. Exactly. Ranch, where is it? Somewhere out there. It's either the out there or it's on your salad. Either one. Yeah. Or if you use it for wings. All right, next cult we're going to do. Let's do Heaven's Gate. Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Yep. Yeah. So Heaven's Gate is the incel cult, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> what? Uh, so what it was was it was a group. I want to say based in California. Dude, What's most bizarre about this is that there are still two members that are still alive that allegedly um, will contact you if you connect, if you uh, or potentially will, may contact you if you try and contact them through the Heaven's Gate uh, website. So let's not Wikipedia. Let's go to their website, dude. Yeah, dude, go to the website. Okay. Let's get these dudes on so, uh, so, what, so basically, the premise of this is no, it's a religious group, no sexual activity. So within the group, it was a bunch of different software engineers and stuff. So if you ever seen Dude, Where's My Car, which I know that you have, do you remember the Zoltan cult? Yeah. This is the Zoltan cult. So this no is, way. this is, yeah, white suits all wearing the same Nike shoes. There's some comet that's passing. In the comet is a spaceship. And so if we time it right, whenever the comet passes, we kill ourselves. Our spirits meet the comet into the, the comet into the spaceship and we go to wherever comet spaceships go. So, um, whether Hale Bop has a companion or not is a This is from their thing. So also, let me say this again. If you go to the contact thing, there are still two members of this group that are alive that still believe this and will contact you or potentially, or have been known to contact people. Whether Hale Bop has a companion or not is irrelevant. Hale Bop is the comet from our perspective. However, its arrival is joyously very significant to us at Heaven's Gate. The joy that our older member in the evolutionary level above human life, kingdoms of heaven, has made it clear to us that Hale Bop's approach is the marker we've been waiting for, the time for the arrival of the spacecraft from the level above human to take us home to their world. In the literal heavens, in the literal heavens, our 22 years of classroom here on planet Earth is finally coming to a conclusion. Graduations from the human so um let's get off of their website and go to something else because it's they're it's going to be very unclear 
Keep going. Okay. Um, History.com. Okay, so this is in 1997, March 26. Following an anonymous tip, police enter a mansion at Ranchero Santa Fe, an exclusive suburb of San Diego, California, and discovered 39 victims of a mass suicide. The deceased 21 women and 18 men of varying ages were all found lying peacefully in matching dark clothes and Nike sneakers and had no notable notable signs of blood or trauma. It was later revealed that the men and women were members of the Heaven's Gate religious cult whose leaders preached that suicide would allow them to leave their bodily containers and enter an alien spacecraft hidden behind Hellbop Comet. So that's really all you need to know. They were all also super nerd like software engineers and stuff like that and that's why i called them incels because they were incels key and peel did a uh (laughs) did a uh skit about this actually i don't know if you've seen it but you can look it up it's pretty funny actually well let me ask you this we can we definitely can't watch that Oh no! We can so most historical stuff, stuff in the public domain, you can watch. So like we can watch if you Google Heaven's Gate cult leader, which if we can find, all right. So Marshall Applewhite, Google Marshall Applewhite speech, and so as long as it's in the news, it's supposed to be public domain, and so we we can watch like this guy's speech on here. Classroom are, in old language, a couple thousand years ago, disciples, those who are trying to prepare themselves for entry into the evolutionary level above human, synonymous with the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. We're going to talk to you about the most urgent thing that is on our mind and what we suspect is the most urgent thing on the minds of those who will connect with us. We'll title this tape, uh, Planet Earth About to be Recycled. Your only chance to evacuate is to leave with us. Planet Earth About to be Recycled. Your only chance to survive or evacuate is to leave with us. So MK Ultra, dude. Now, repeating things multiple times like that is super brainwashing technique. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, that makes sense, but yeah. it's, it's you've you've I never know. heard like if you if you like you know, repeat someone's name back to them multiple times within a conversation, like the it first time that you meet a them. Certain way yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's the same concept, but they've also, you know, this is like classic MK Ultra type stuff is saying, you know, things like that. Like if you ever, you know, in Push, uh, what's his name talks about it in Push about how just, you know, pushing through like repetition. Oh, I see. I got you. Usually uh, just plant something in your mind that you, you know, I'm sure. It, I'm sure something. it gets wild, but I mean, it's not like 
what's crazy is it's not that different than what you would hear some Christians talk about when they talk about like the end of the world. Yeah. Which is what is so yeah. weird, weird about it. I can tell you right now, anytime someone's trying to talk to me with their eyes that big, 90% or more open, I'm not listening. Yeah. You lose me right there. That's where it's at, dude. I mean, if you try to approach me and you're that bald, I'm not gonna. And and that skinny. Nobody that skinny should be also bald. That's why I got to keep all this hair on my head. Yeah. You got to keep that, dude, or you'll end up, you know, trying to take a few people to heaven. So I want to say what they ended up doing was uh, actually well, they did uh, wrapping plastic bags around the people's heads and doing that. Killing them through suffocation. Well, I want. I think they, they like injected them, put them to sleep, and then put the bags over. Well, their heads. if if you didn't, well, yeah. Let me let me ask you this: if it's a, if it's the incel group, but it's a cult, which contains men and women, why are they still incels? It's not an actual incel group. I'm just saying, like the ideals that this guy pushed was like no sex no marriage no like it was the way that he kind of presented it was like we are literally in these like containers or vessels so it's like it's keeping your vessel and they funded it they don't taint your vessel with yeah they literally funded it by doing freelance software design like legitimately that's how they funded this cult um and so like i said he you know towards the end of it he had talked some of the members into castrating themselves and stuff like that so i'm not saying they're actually incels they're just i was about to say if you castrate yourself you are you are the actual definition of involuntarily celibate that is what you are at that point but i don't know that's that was voluntary yeah but you down I guess. I was going to say they could have been a, a good hang until you said that they started castrating themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like, I'm I'm down to clean. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'll That's use your you help. You can it, set dude. up a, you can build That's a website f- for me. You can fix yeah. my computer. That's the first step, bro. But yeah. Don't be, uh, don't, be don't be messing with me, bro. Movie. Look That's, at me with them eyes. That's like whenever, and uh, what's his name? Used to hang out at the, at Mate Factor all the time. Oh, it's yeah, like, dude, with Who's Shy? And uh, and Baruch, y'all are hanging over there a little bit too long, bro. Before you know it, you're gonna be walking in the house without your shoes on. That's right, dude. Taking that Hebrew name, <laughs> yep. boy, with the te- twelve tribes. Time, dude. dude, did I tell you about how they uh, took me over there and uh, they showed me their kitchen and I met like all the the ladies that stay over there and they showed me their chicken coop where they cook the bread. Uh, all their stuff for their like lawn company showed me like they took me through the whole house let me play the guitars that they make and stuff it was crazy yeah I'm not. they do it all in-house uh hushai was his name he's uh was like you've got to come see and i mean like it, it's wild in there they do everything yep. in-house they're trying to get you though by bringing you over there they, they want me to take that hebrew name boy what would be your hebrew name if you had one if I had to pick one, yeah. is it not just your name in Hebrew? No, you take a different one. I forget because uh, like Baruch's yeah, Baruch's that, name was like Shane or something before. And there's also, have you ever been to Mate Factor? There is a, uh, or at least there used to be a mural of 
like the apostles in uh, the boat, like fishing. You know what I'm talking about? Like uh-huh. like the scriptural thing, but the apostles in the mural depict the 12 tribe leaders. So Baruch, I want to say, was one of them that's painted that oh, used yeah, to be they, painted. Because uh, the, the 12 tribes view somehow like Christianity, whether it's American Christianity or evangelicalism or something like that, as the, it's the, they, they see the, a particular civil religion under the name of Christianity as the harlot mentioned in the book of Revelation. So they are somehow separate while claiming like Christian things because they always wanted to talk to me about the Bible. But yeah, they've got some like, they're really nice people. Um, but they've they've got some, met. check it out, the 12 tribes of Israel is I, what it's called. Yeah, I there not there anyone that comes out of there that's not huh? nice. Hey, they're in your local city so if you're looking for a, a fun loving yeah. group of people to do life with and give all your belongings to and if you like the grateful dead they will be at one of their shows they go they hand be. out tracks at they grateful dead shows yeah, uh no or at least uh not in i guess like in front of people not, they, they may be not processed drugs you think they'll do like pot and mushrooms and stuff like that Dude, I don't see why not. They I mean, they, like they they've would. got they have. I mean, if they're going to Grateful Dead shows, because a lot of them were deadheads yeah. before, and yeah. they would meet these people who are like tripping and, yeah. or they're just like rolling and they're just meeting these folks at shows. So I don't think it's too out there to think that they might be doing a little something. But even then, like their main guy, you can look up their founders uh, sermons on YouTube and listen, like yeah. watch him preach them live. There, and there is a group. It's wild. There is an AA group of sober people that go over there called uh, the Dopeless Hope Fiends that go to all the like fish. You sipping uh, on the sauce of heaven, bro? Yeah, that all go to the like the fish and Grateful Dead concerts and stuff like that. So like you can still go to it. And like, I want to say they like reserve sections and stuff so that, you know, they can kind of keep like joints and stuff from being passed into over there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. dude, 12 tribes, man, in a city near you. So, um, let's see, we don't have very long left. Um, I guess. Let's see, is, is there any other ones that I want to hit before we, uh, before we close this thing out? Let's do real, cl- let's do real quick uh, Westboro Baptist Church. And so a lot of people, um, this was very recent as well. What? The fake <laughs> made <laughs> when, you, when you said Westboro Baptist Church was just, it was funny. Do you know what it is? Okay. Gonna have to bleep both of those out. Yep. Bleep both of what's out. Oh yeah, yeah. Skinny Rick. Look, one star, dude. Review. Go <laughs> uh, to this one, <laughs> dude. Their, all right, their website name. Literally, this is this is this is true. So, what does it say? You cannot cancel me for this because I'm gonna say it. But their website is literally GodHatesFags.com. Oh my gosh. And I'm just reading something. Um, let's see. Let's go to keep going down. You don't want to go to their website, dude. Look at that sign. 
repent or perish, free will. I will say they got they got sign game for sure. The wages of sin is death. These are all signs. Like credit where credit is due. These people got sign game for sure. They ain't out there. Get me off of this, dude. They ain't out there writing with sharpies. Whoa, 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 whoa! Go forward, dude. They're still allowed to post stuff on the internet. Well, this mean, sermon was from two days ago. The the internet, it's their website. A sermon? Play that thing. Hit that play this? button. Yes. All right, just click off of it. So, underwhelming. Yeah, this place is apparently. So these are. This is. Uh, this are those all sermons. Yeah, mm-hmm. this church is. Um, you know, this is the one that a few years ago was was. Uh, you know, outed for just this hardcore. Um, man, what do you want to, it's, they're more or less a hate group, really. Um, So they denounce and, uh, you know, actively speak against and protest uh, homosexual rights. And (coughs) I definitely did not pick up on that from the website name. Well, I mean, they they protest a number of things. I remember if you've seen any of the Darren Wilson documentaries, like the finger of god they or things like that they'll protest those and i mean they'll drive out no. to wherever they're showing them their protest it says right here that they don't like catholics orthodox christians atheists muslims jews yeah. and u.s soldiers and politicians mm. they don't like like america either no yeah that's wild dude. even though there's an american flag hanging in front of their building yeah, very, very weird. Primitive Baptist is what their uh, theology... Primitive is right. Theology says primitive Baptist Calvinist. And so basically what... Like, take take your 90s uh, Pentecostal-style belief system against homosexuality, against premarital anything, against, like, like take these groups that sit on the bible old testament and new testament the same type of people that tell you that you're going to hell if you get tattoos and that you know stuff like that like this is the that to it's a bajillion times the degree of that says that there's 70 members yeah would you agree with that yeah i mean they're they're i mean pretty hardcore i mean the word fundamentalist gets thrown around in a number of circles that I'm in um, for close-minded folks, but they are, I mean, they fit that. It is very militant. They are very uh, us versus them. I mean, even against Christianity and other Christians, I mean, to, to be against Catholics and the Orthodox. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, for them to, I mean, 
but most but also to be anti-semitic and things like that i mean like they are really they they have followed uh particular streams and veins of theology to the the worst points that you could take them the conclusions that they've drawn from but but, wouldn't you say but aren't most like protestant background denominations against catholicism uh to a certain extent i would say so there's been i mean whether we like it or not i mean like i myself whether i like it or not or i would i'm thoroughly protestant i mean i've been raised in the united states and in protestant churches most of my life and while i have dove into a number of different like church circles um over the past few years there is like a number of sort of like a through line like protestant propaganda that is out there that that leads protestants to either fear catholicism or just dislike it think they're not christians i mean them them being against catholics is a very similar thing to a number of other i mean if you meet someone who's a calvinist or reformed they likely will tell you they they might not come out and, and say explicitly that catholics aren't christians but they will i mean they'll say everything but they are just really bold about it and would and would yeah. say that so but even the orthodox i mean the orthodox church is i mean they're coming from a different part of the world and they're obviously separate from catholicism look at that photo yeah if you watch uh <laughs> My gosh, i mean this man. dude these you know these guys are all up in new orleans during not these particular guys but like new orleans during mardi gras and stuff like that you know the people with the jesus signs and all that stuff and and whenever i was a kid it wasn't just uh you know stop partying you know to save your soul st- type stuff there was this kind of you know like the best way to exp- really like the closest thing to say about it would be, it would be like anti-semitism towards like sexual orientations and different Look up, go up to that uh, a couple of rows up there. Keep going to the left, not to one right. That is like, oh my gosh, bro. Which one? Like, what are they? they re- I mean, they really are. I mean, it's just a. I mean, just a. a oh my gosh, just a yeah. hate group. Yeah, so, so absurd. two of those signs said, uh, thank God for dead soldiers, and the other one said, your pastor is a whore. Correct. Um, and this one said, God killed your sons, and then pray for more dead soldiers. And it's so absurd to think that, I mean, it that this seems, would be... Well, it seems very counterintuitive to... Like, for somebody to idea, call this Christian yeah, is, idea, is absurd. So, like, because obviously christian like there's a lot of different denominations that believe different things but they they generally hold to the same you know core beliefs but like the selling point of scripture the gospel is about jesus dying for our sins so to have a group that talks about god hates you and is going to kill all of you just seems like okay so why would god send his son to die so that he and then just still come and kill people like well i I actually talked about this so uh with my small group lately so i mean for them it would ultimately just be that god is 
God is free to do what he wants. So God doesn't do good things. They're good because God commands it. So if God were to decide to, I don't know, to kill your son, that's just a, like yeah. they're saying, it's good because God decided. Because it's it. in his will, basically. Yeah, and it's, and I mean, I, I think that's utter garbage. It wouldn't but, have happened if it wasn't part of his plan. And so. And not only them will say that. for that because your child was a part of that. Yeah, and not only them will say that, but the things that they're saying is just, like I knew a bit about them before and was like, yeah, they, they are not my favorite. Like I don't like them very much, but this really is, I mean, almost the, <coughs> for them to be lumped in with the Christian faith, I mean, they're, I mean, they're quoting the, they're quoting the Bible, but yeah, it's not. Uh, quote the Bible. Right. I mean, yeah. and that's why just because it's biblical doesn't mean it's Christ-like. I mean, well, it talks about, it talks about even the, even uh, the demons believe oh, like. Well, yeah. And we got photos of them up here. <laughs> Yep. So uh, that actually is about all the time that we have for today. So, Dylan, thank you for stopping in yeah. as it's fun special guest for this. Next time we'll have to get a camera set up for you, and sure, you can do that. And uh, next skinny time Rick, I can record better. Yeah. Next time, Skinny button. Rick will record better, so and that I so, don't use all of my jokes in the first recording. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Thank you all for watching the Halloween episode. Uh, you Happy can, as Halloween always, Eve. you can follow me on Twitter at TBAT Quinn, and you can follow Skinny Rick on Twitter at TBAT Skinny Rick. That's S K I N E R I C K. And, uh, Dylan, you want to plug anything? Uh, I mean, you can find me on, uh, Instagram or, or Twitter. I'm just on, I mean, it's just my name, Dylan Puckett. You can look it up. And if you find me, you find me. Yep. It's Dylan Puckett. If you find him, he's there. So thank you all again. And everybody have a good week. We'll see you all on Monday. Peace. Bye. All right.